everybody, and welcome to episode 112 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David, the master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. Hello, everybody. And joining us for our guest spotlight this week, Shakira. Hey, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah, so, guys, a, l- a little bit of housekeeping, I think we should do first. Uh, originally, next week, Aaron was supposed to be back, uh, but uh, summer camp has captured him forever. He's, he's never going to be able to leave. Um, he's, he's, he's stuck there, at least for another couple weeks. So, looks like it's just me and David next week. <laughs> That'll be a fun one. Uh, but yeah, Aaron's gonna come back. He has to, right? He, he has to. Right? Summer camp, so... Never know. <laughs> just never know. Alright, well, let's get to our main topic for today. What's even happening? Our most surreal film-going experiences. So, my, the one that made me think of this topic, and it, it's, it's not even a conventional one. I could go Mulholland Drive. What is happening in that movie? I don't know. But I'm going to pick uh, Ryan Johnson's Brick, um, which is one of the strangest films I've ever seen that's set in real life, I suppose. Everything in it is semi-realistic. It, we talked about this in Gateway to Cinema, um, but basically Brick is a noir thriller mystery uh, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt when he was a teenager. So the noir mystery takes place uh, in a high school, but everyone acts like they're adults, and it's the most strange thing I, I one of the most strange things i've ever seen it took me so long to understand what was happening i'm like is is he a kid i'm not i don't know what i'm supposed to be seeing here because you know they, they there's all the the tropes i suppose he's, he's brooding he's he, he's he's hurt and he, he's smoking and it's like okay some something, something's going on here uh and then you're like oh he, he's out of high school uh, oh he's in high school Oh, they're all in high school. A girl dies. No one acts like that's weird. And I'm like, okay. Just all, every, the way everyone reacts to every situation in this movie is not, like, realistic at all. But that's what makes it great. And it's also what makes it surreal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what do I need to finish out that first movie? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. David, would you like to... Uh, to really bring us home with another one? No. I can't. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you said no. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I said you know, you know with a K. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about a little movie. It's a cult, it's a cult classic. It's a large following. Let's okay. talk about uh, The Room. Mm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the Room. Have you, because... seen, have you seen The Room, Shakira? Is it bad that I'm going to say, unfortunately? No, <laughs> no well, that's... Jake, Jake and I bought this movie, mm. so we both mm. could see this movie. Yeah. This was going to be my second one, because it is oh. just a... It's a surreal experience. Nothing feels real. <laughs> like, like, you're sitting there, and you're like, is, is this... Is this what, is, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, how did people 
do this and like what I, it's just like a mind-blowing experience you sit there <laughs> questioning yourself yeah but you like you, you can't look away well yeah you're right i i think the most surreal part of this movie are like the seven sex scenes that take place within the 30 first 30 minutes of the movie <laughs> Because you're just like, well, okay, we're we're doing this again, okay. To the same Weird. song. To the same song. Oh yeah, you are then, you are I my rose. Change up the actor, <laughs> like one guy, like after like two, uh, after like two of the acts, he like and then like he's the same guy. Then the third act, he's just like there's a new actor playing him, and they just don't say anything. Yeah, we're just supposed to accept that this man is filling in. Like what? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Noted. Shakira, what 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 is your favorite part of the room? What's the part that makes you the most confused? I don't remember the whole movie completely. That's fine. That's fine. Neither do I. Remember, like, <laughs> I would go in and out of consciousness watching it. Like, is this happening? Is this real? Like, what's going on? I I agree. It, it's it defies explanation. I'd say the fact that this movie exists is. Within itself, an enigma. Who greenlit this project? Who? <laughs> the, the man, the man think, himself. Yeah, I think Tommy Wiseau himself Tommy greenlit Wiseau. this one. <laughs> Written, directed, and funded. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so Shakira, what, what is your uh, first surreal film-going experience? Again, with our boy Joseph, 500 Days of Summer. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and then Zoe Deschanel. Mm-hmm. And I think they work at, like, a Hallmark agency kind of thing. Right. And he, like, falls in love with this girl named Summer in, like, 500 days. And they just listen to the Smiths together. That's not what love is anymore? <laughs> um, anymore. No, actually. <laughs> was it ever what love truly was? And I don't know, like, I usually love Zoe Deschanel and stuff, but in this one, I was like, oh, we get it. Sad, <laughs> let's go. She's, she's like, very quirky in this one. That That is just, that is, I mean, I, I yeah, yeah, she's very quirky. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with the, sur- the surreal nature of this one, too. Um, just with the way it's edited and shot, um, it, it feels very dreamlike and I, I assume that's what they're going for. <laughs> so yeah, that is, that, that's a good pick. I gotta mention for my second pick, you know, I was gonna, you know what? No, I'm just going to do it. Uh, escape from tomorrow. <laughs> it's the yeah, most, the bad movie of the week. Yeah. The bad movie, bad movie of the week. Escape from Tomorrow. I talked about it only a couple weeks ago, but I just have to mention it again because I feel like not enough people, you know, everyone's sleeping on this movie. Everyone's like, oh, it's it's not the worst thing ever. This is worse than The Room. I'd say this is a worse movie than The Room. I'd say it's incompetent in different ways. Whereas in The Room, he didn't know how to frame a shot or how to light a set. This guy just doesn't know how to write characters to make them feel real. Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, And just, it just keeps coming back to the mom, who's like a weird cross between Lana Del Rey 
and a Disney princess. She's just so over the what top. What if Lana Del Rey was a Disney princess? She is. I can agree she with that. She would be like Aurora. Like, I'm getting that vibe. That, the Aurora vibe? Okay, okay. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. What about on front of it? No. Because I don't want to be on the front lines. You know, I'll let I'll let that opinion take it, and you know, I'll back up. I'll back up the opinion, oh, but so I don't want to take the, the full charge. Fire. But you'll be like when the guys, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's me in the corner. Yeah, um, it's just that character though. She's just so. She's just swinging for the fences on her, <laughs> on her uh, performance. I don't know how she wasn't reeled in. Maybe she knew what a horrible movie it was, and she was like, I'm just going to do it. Let's go for it. Either way, she is the... She herself might be the most surreal thing I've ever seen in a movie. So this is also a bad movie of the week that I chose a oh. while ago. Oh, okay. It's, uh, White Girl. Oh, I yes. you ever remember me talking about White Girl. I do remember you talking about White Girl. <laughs> And just like the pure horror and like like confusion and like how I counted literally four I think it was like fourteen different sex scenes. Mm. Which it, like it's got the movie, room beat. This I don't even know what this movie is. Like in this movie I saw a woman snort cocaine off of a man's genital. Like 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 what oh. what in God's name? I thought that was this movie. <laughs> and I'm yeah. glad it was. Classic. Yeah. But like just, like just the way this movie goes, it's like, oh like I'm just a normal person. And then it's like I feel like it's like remember those commercials like, don't do drugs, you're gonna have this horrible <laughs> life. I feel like it was that like that was like they pitched the commercial, they're like, let's make a movie. And they're like, let's do it. It's, and that's what this movie is. It's just like, don't do drugs. This is your brain on white girl. <laughs> you know that commercial? <laughs> or the, the one was like, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Brain. And he puts the egg in the frying pan. But it's that. But like it's a, but he pulls the frying pan around and it's like a DVD of white girl. <laughs> and it's like, whoa! <laughs> All right. I was thinking about white chicks. And I was like, that wasn't in the movie. <laughs> Instead, yeah. it's this is your brain, and it's the DVD of white chicks. And then it's your brain on <laughs> drugs, drugs, and it's, and white it's girl. a white girl. <laughs> Little Miss Sir? Sunshine. There we go. Okay. Aha. This is one that I have not seen. It is on the Neither Gateway to Cinema list, though, so I will see it eventually, pretty soon. So, what what is so surreal about it to you? It's like everything about the worst family road trip. <laughs> okay. So have, you, have you lived one of those worst family road trips before? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, I believe uh, this is Steve Carell, right? He he's one of the leads. Yeah. Alan Arkin. Yeah. Uh, Abigail Breslin is, he, is, is he the little the girl. Office, Steve Carell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Steve Carell. Oh. <laughs> Abigail Breslin, I believe, is the little girl in it. Dang, he's he's on Breaking Bad. Um, is it Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad, or is it uh, Brian Cranston? Brian. Brian Cranston. Cranston. Okay. Oh, it sounds like it's got a pretty good cast. Yeah, it's a stacked cast. 
Okay. I yeah, I have heard that this is this is pretty weird and, and wild in some places. Um but again, I, I haven't seen it, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna have to see it soon. I do actually I think I have it. Yeah, I do. I, I see it right now. So wow. I'll have to watch this one soon, I guess. Aaron, uh, if you're listening, and I know you are, because you're a madman and you're listening to every episode uh, and taking count of every movie we've ever talked about, check out Aaron's Letterbox, that little flame dude uh, on Letterbox, if you want to see that. Is it at Aaron? I don't remember. Um, anyway, uh, Aaron, let's do uh, Little Miss Sunshine next. That was a roundabout way to say that. All right, let's move on. <laughs> to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. Uh, whew, it's a it's a good one. It's a good one because wow. Christopher Robin. Mm. People didn't like Christopher Robin, but did you, Shakira? Do you have do you have thoughts on Christopher Robin? Um. <laughs> did you see Christopher Robin? I did. Okay. Oh. Okay. Let's talk about Christopher Robin. I, mean, I, I saw that Pooh had the high ground, and I thought he was going to cut down. <laughs> I have the high ground, Christopher. <laughs> it was wholesome. Yes. I agree. A wholesome. If you like Winnie the Pooh. Love Winnie the Pooh. You're into giving Walt Disney all your money. Well, not so much that one. Here's <laughs> yeah. a big uh, Disney fan. I can't fault her for that. I I support Shakira. No, her <laughs> Disney's. I, I support it. You're the guy in the corner going, yeah, that would be okay, I guess. <laughs> no, I I loved Winnie. I loved Christopher Robin. It's my number five or number six now movie of the year. Um, it was just such a good time. I don't think there was a single moment in the movie where tears stopped coming out of my face. I was crying through most of it. Like honestly, yeah. <laughs> honestly, as soon as that first uh, uh, that Winnie the Pooh theme motif came in, and I was like, "Oh, well, all right, crying. Well, it's we're over." This, new, this early, okay. <laughs> and it did like, not stop. I'm glad I brought water. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but I will say because I'm gonna call out whoever did this. When you go to a theater and you buy seats, sit in the seats you bought, you crazies. <laughs> because then we have to sit in different seats than what we bought. And we have to tell the people to, that we're supposed to sit in our seats. Where they have to go sit somewhere else. And it's just a chain reaction that gets Jacob in an OCD, like, anxious mood. And he's ready to knock someone down. <laughs> it was an awful experience. But as soon as the movie started, I was like, okay, I'm over it. But the whole lead up, I was like, please. Please just move. You didn't buy those seats. We did. <laughs> so, that was Christopher Robin. I, David, did you just hear that? Yeah, there's someone's tap dancing upstairs. Uh, so, The Rock, not the actor, the movie, 
watched it. I think it's like free on Hulu right now or something. It was one of those. Uh, this is one of those movies that I've heard. If you don't like Michael Bay movies, the only good movie he's ever made was The Rock and Armageddon. I'm like, well, I haven't seen Armageddon. It's really long and I don't really care to watch it. Uh, but you know what? I'll watch The Rock. I'll give it a try. And I guess like good's a relative term because compared to Transformers 4, yeah, I'd say The Rock's a pretty good movie. But otherwise, no, guys. I think your nostalgia goggles are blinding you pretty hard on this one. So you're saying Dwayne The Rock Johnson did not play The Rock in the movie The Rock? Well, no, because The Rock, there's no character The Rock. <laughs> it's, it's Alcatraz. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson was not the prison The Rock? Right. Played by Dwayne The Rock. Oh, man. They <laughs> missed something here. Don't now, we... we might not have The Rock meme. But we do have the Nicolas Cage meme in this movie. And he is... If you could pinpoint a moment in someone's career when you realize that they've given up trying, I think The Rock might be that for, for Nicolas Cage. <laughs> He's, like, there's moments, there's flashes, there gl there's glimpses of good acting in his performance. But it's hidden behind... Has anyone seen that video called Nicolas Cage Driving? No. It's, no. it's basically every clip of Nicolas Cage driving in this movie, which I didn't realize. I've seen the video before. But as I'm watching, I'm like, oh my god, no. And it's him like, like leaning away too far. And he's like, I'm gonna get you. And he's like freaking out. And he's like moving the wheel crazy. And uh, as I'm watching it, I'm like, okay. I'm going to throw up because it's cut so close together and everything's just so frantic. I'm like, I feel sick. Now, that being said, Sean Connery, also playing a meme of himself at this point, but he's still Sean Connery. Uh, and Ed Harris, I will say, actually gives a good performance, like an actually good performance in a Michael Bay movie. I don't know if anyone gave him the memo. That, like, no one should care if you're in a Michael Bay movie. But there's so many flashes in this movie as well of what Michael Bay would become. Like, the ultra-patriotism. <laughs> like, there's, like, a shot where he's, like, holding, like, two flares. And, like, a U.S. Air Force person's flying right over him. And it's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, Michael Bay. You're crazy. I kind of admire it, but you're crazy. Um, anyway, I just... <laughs> the Rock's a weird movie. Maybe watch it. Maybe don't. I don't know. It's free on Hulu. Uh, and finally... David, we can talk about this one together. Let's do it. Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, yeah. Dun 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 do you not like do you not like Mission Impossible? Do we need so many? This this movie answers with a yes. So Shakira said, like is obviously at my side when I was like I there's six of these? I was like this is I was like I don't even remember. 
like five of them. That's because but... four, five, and six are the only good ones. Three is all right. One's fine. One's a good foundation. One's a good okay. But if you were to start I, I at love, three, I love seeing Tom Cruise be a little puppet like he is to Scientology right now, and like that was the first. That was the last glimpse of humanity we saw in Tom Cruise. <laughs> Scientology took him. <laughs> Scientology, don't attack us, please. We love you. <laughs> yep, uh-huh, right, uh-huh, sure. Uh, please please don't dox us, please. Okay. Um, but, so, dude, Mission Impossible, fall out. Tom Cruise looking good for his age. Man can move. I have My a... mom has this weird thing. She goes, the favorite, her favorite action quality about Tom Cruise is his running. She goes, that man can just, like, run. Like, you see him running on the screen. Like, like he's just running, like, so well. I'm like, he what? does so much running in this movie. <laughs> and it is good. I agree with your mom. Jody, I agree with you. You hear that, mom? Jake, is it agreeance? I agree. It's just, he's just running. He's running with a broken ankle in this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's crazy. He's out there. He halo jumps. I don't think he does it. it. Does he throw the guy through the mirror? I don't remember. It was either him or Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill reloads his arms. Who does that? No. <laughs> it's audible. <laughs> I don't understand the audio cue. But for real though, Mission Impossible Fallout um, is my favorite movie of the year. It passed Paddington too, just yes, barely. That is just why I love barely this movie so much. Just so I don't have to listen to barely. You about Paddington. <laughs> now Paddington might come back. I might need to rewatch it. I need to watch them back to back. It's like apples to oranges. You know, one you have a polite bear. One you have uh, an agent, a rogue government agent. Takes no prisoners. Well, he does, but he's a good guy. So, but Aaron and I were kind of talking about this because I was like, I mentioned to him, like, you know, it's weird just how much they humanize Ethan Hunt in this movie. I don't know if you agree, David. Like, he's not, he's not the super agent, the super machine. We saw a softer well, side of him. Well, I do. We do see a softer side. I think there's one scene particularly. With a cop, a, a per, or, I don't know how to say the word, a Paris cop, um, that is, honestly made me cry. Not gonna lie. There's just this, they're doing this thing where they're really just, and Aaron kind of also said this, so I'm not trying to like take his thing, but also I kind of want to say this because it's a good point. Uh, that they're not only humanizing him, but they're also like building him up to mythic hero status, um, to where he is a lot like the old gunslingers of the West. Your John Waynes, your your other gunslingers of the West. <laughs> Who's another one? Um. Chuck Norris? Chuck Neil, sure. That's not well, one, but we'll, but we'll go with Chuck Norris. <laughs> we'll go with it. Uh, you know, that that is who they're building Ethan Hunt up to be. 
And oh my god, I hope they make a Wolverine. seven. You could say Logan, Wolverine, the gunslinger. Sure, sure, we'll call that. I just, I just, mm. the amount of tension in this movie. Where I was like, I don't know, I don't know how this is gonna happen. Are they gonna get out of this one? I don't know. The amount of that that happened in this movie, more than has ever happened. Maybe even more than happened in Dunkirk. Because at least in Dunkirk, I'm like, obviously, everything turns out alright, or else they wouldn't have made a movie about it. Yeah. But, love this movie. David, you want to pick up the torch? I'll keep talking about the things I've seen. Go for it. So, Run home I was with in it. Florida with my dad. So I saw a wide... I actually watched a lot of Tom Cruise movies. Yeah, I saw that. You saw The Firm, I saw. <laughs> I saw The Firm. Which is a John Grisham book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my dad loves John Grisham. Is is that just like a author that like all like old older men like enjoy once they <laughs> Good get to save. <laughs> Good save. All old men like. Um Mr. Pecker, David just but called you an firm, old man. Firm is okay. Really long. Didn't need to be that long. Alright, I'm looking it up. How long is it? What what is the firm? Give us give us a rundown. What is the firm about? Mitch Mitch McDeer is a young man with a promising future in law, about to sit his bar exam. Oh my god! This movie is two hours and forty four minutes long. Yeah, he's approached by the firm and made an offer he, he doesn't refuse. Seduced by the money and gifts showered on him, he's mm. totally oblivious to the more sinister side of the company. Oh. Then two associates are murdered. And then blah, blah, blah. It's almost yeah. the sorry to bother you of the John Grisham universe. It's like, like, like if you took off like 45 minutes uh-huh. of the movie. <laughs> right, made it a solid two. Make it a solid two hours. Like, I wonder how long the book is. Like, is it like a million pages? All or right, like, I'll look that know. up too. A million pages. That would be great, though. Oh, yeah. How's, how's a Tom Cruise performance in this one? Do we still see the light of humanity in his eyes before Scientology got him? Yes. <laughs> he, he, he smiles. It's quite He it's smiles? Quite Whoa! But, but like, in the, in the movie, there's, like, one thing that happens, and I'm like... Oh, like, okay, so, like, he's just one... He's married... Mm-hmm. And then this one girl tries to sleep with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm mm-hmm. married. But then like 20 minutes later at the same party, this other girl tries to sleep with him. And then he sleeps with her. Mm. And I was like, what happened to these 20 minutes that your morals just changed? <laughs> like, I'm very good. Like, Scientology. Scientology. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, like, is this just like a flaw of the book? Or like you know, it's, it's like oh, like this has to happen because that's in the book. Or is this what the like the writers were like? No, we 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 need this, guys. I don't know. But like, like literally, need this. like same party, just different girl. I don't know. Like, it's like, is she cuter? Like, does she just have to be like a ten instead of an eight to cheat on your wife? I don't know. Really confused. I don't know. It is five hundred and forty-four pages long. So it's not that that long, I suppose. Yeah. They just used uh, everything. They're like, we're not cutting anything from this book. <laughs> All 544 pages. The script are is going actually in. 544 pages. Yeah, that would be a much longer movie. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then I watched Coming to America, which is an Eddie Murphy movie. Ah, good old Eddie Murph. Okay. And it's in Eddie Murphy plays a prince. Yes, yes, yes. Who uh, comes, he comes to, to America. America to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like an old school comedy, and it's it's weird. Eddie Murphy's like real young in this. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah. And it's it's all right. It's like it's kind of my, I think it's more of a me problem how I don't really like fun, like a lot of funny movies. Mm-hmm. But I I saw it. I'm glad I saw it, but I don't think I'll ever see it again. Okay. But uh, on the way home, I watched The Disaster Artist, and ugh, mm. Ugh, mm. quite enjoyable. I definitely um, think I benefited by watching the uh, the room before watching The Disaster Artist, right? Because uh, I was talking—I forgot who I was talking to. I was like, "Yeah, I watched The Disaster Artist on the plane." She's like, "Oh, that movie sucked." I'm like, "Well, what do you mean?" She's like, "Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really get it." I'm like, "What well, did you see?" The Room, like the movie that it's based up about, and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh, no wonder you didn't get it because you don't you don't understand what it, like is happening in this movie." And it it like, definitely doesn't want to explain the movie to people who haven't seen it. You know what I mean? It's very much yeah. like if you've seen it, good. If not, go watch it and then come back, kind of thing. But everyone like uh, Franco's both the Franco performances are like really good in this. Yeah, Dave, Dave. Especially, because I think James has a lot of that, you know, he has the showier role playing, yeah. playing, uh, gosh, what's his name? Tommy Wiseau, uh-huh. right? Yeah. But Dave has the weight to it, that, that emotional, there's a scene later in the movie where, uh, Tommy's trying to like recreate the f- time they played football and oh, it yeah, is like, yeah. it's a powerful scene. The way Dave is, I yeah. forget his name. How old are you, Tommy? Yeah, he he's just laying into him. It's so good. So good. Uh, I love how Seth Rogen's just in it, because, like, James and Seth Rogen are, like, friends. <laughs> like, oh, y'all, I need you in my movie. So Seth Rogen's just like, oh, I'm in this movie. Like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, no. Yeah, give me that Seth Rogen impression one more time. Oh, well, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say some f words and talk about smoking weed, but I can't do that on the podcast. So <laughs> oh, that was an awful Seth, Seth Rogen laugh. I'm sorry, Seth Rogen. I appreciate your work, and I think you're a funny guy. <laughs> I did not. I don't know. Also, the voice of Toronto's public transit right now. I believe it's Toronto. Somewhere in Canada. I don't know. He's from Canada. All right. Uh, yeah. Rogen's from Canada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. And then she was mine was just all... blown. <laughs> I need to Google people more. Yeah. I don't know why I just figured he was like from like the Midwest somewhere. Yeah, I mean Midwest sad boy. <laughs> I huh? guess if the Canada's like the Midwest of the world, I suppose you could say. Ope. Ope. Yeah, you got a lot of opes there. Okay. And then I watched all of Shameless season what six or whatever season just came out on Netflix, the, the latest one. One one of those seasons. And still good. Yeah, still good. That, that show's really good. It's really good. You should honestly probably look into it if you haven't seen. Shameless. Have you seen Shameless before, Shakira? Yeah, I just finished like that last season. They updated. Oh, so oh. good. Lip lips, my dude. <sighs> 
And then uh, <laughs> I don't. He's I don't know. Going through means. it that season. I know. I'm like, I'm like I can't ruin it because Jake hasn't seen it. But just, <laughs> just lift my dude. Okay. And then uh, I watched. They put season two of uh, Into the Badlands on Netflix, mm. which so I watched like half of it because like I've always I, I don't know why I like that. Show. I think it's just because it's like a cool like different. Uh, post-apocalyptic era and it's like just a whole bunch of like cool martial arts i don't know but story's not bad and they got a lot of cool fighting scenes so i'm about it all right and that's all shakira would you like to talk to us about some things that you've been watching recently um mama mia okay the original one, or the one or two, two? well both i okay. saw mama mia the first one because i was like the second one's coming out i gotta watch it okay mama mia here we go again. It's so good. Like I forgot, like how good of a movie it is. I I agree. I, I like the first Mamma Mia. It has its moments that I'm like, eh, okay, mm. I'm not a huge fan. But then there's just other moments where I'm like, mm. lay all your love on me. Great part. Great part. I have a lot of feelings about that whole scene. <laughs> Chance on me. We did not yeah. deserve that cinematic. <laughs> Give Mamma Mia an Oscar. <laughs> All right, so the sequel. I, this is the first person that's come out on the podcast that's seen the sequel. How does it hold up? There's like some points where I was like, this isn't what happened in the first one, but... Okay. Wait, it, so they like changed the story of the first one in the second movie? Like, the order of events is different. Mm. Mm. But the first one wasn't made to have a sequel. Right. So. Okay. All right. How is so, how is Lily James? I know she's like the big new addition to the sequel, correct? Yes. Okay. And how does she do as far as... Does she... I don't know that I've ever seen her sing. I guess she kind of sings in Baby Driver. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It isn't terrible. Okay. Like, it isn't, like, a perfect match, but... It's doable? It's doable. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Meryl Streep apparently isn't mad at it, so... All right. Jake, I guess our friend Jess, she saw it, like, three or four times this week. She's seen the new one three or four times this week? Yeah. Why? I mean, like, uh, I'm glad she could, likes it, but that's a lot of you money. Could, <laughs> you could you she, could talk to her about it. I don't know. We might need her to get movie pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going down the tube. Yeah, you don't want. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, kind of. Um, Jake and I might have been the reason, but well, side. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Mamma Mia too. Pretty good. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Mamma Mia 2, Electric Boogaloo. Too many Mamma Mias. Uh, Alright, so what else? Anything else? Captain Underpants. Okay, alright. How was that? Netflix made like a TV show. And I worked really? at a summer camp. And I had a group of boys and they are like, can we watch Captain Underpants? And I was like, sure. And it's actually good. Okay. It's like very lighthearted. I was like, this is like... Something light to watch. Like, if you're watching something, like, super crazy, and you're like, I need a break. Mm-hmm. Need a like, detox. So... Detox the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What else I'm watching? 
I'm gonna start my rewatch of BoJack Horseman. Yes. Am I emotionally ready? No. no. For the culture. Do it for the culture. <laughs> do it for the culture. Why do I relate so much to a horse? Yeah, I know, Honestly, right? Like, how am I so emotionally connected to this horse? I remember I, I sold you on this show. Yes. You're like, Dave, what should I watch? I'm like, you gotta watch Bojack. And you're like, what are you, what are you talking? Like, what is it? I'm like, okay. And it made a show about talking horse, but it's super good. You get to go watch it. And then you're like, okay. Sounds like back in the 90s. <laughs> Now, Shakira, I guess I'll take uh, some of the credit there because I am the one who turned David on to vote no. Horseman. But yeah, I, I can definitely understand not being emotionally ready for Bojack. There's... Continue. Jake, well, you were mentioning, like, what? You think... How many more see? It looks like they're slowly maybe two. thinking about wrapping it up. Think there's going to be two I more? I think probably two. After this one, there's probably one more. Six seasons is just, like the perfect amount of time for a show. You think, think it feels right? I think it feels right. You know, you've had Unless that it's art. always sunny in Philadelphia. Well, that one can continue forever. South Park continuing forever. <laughs> Unless it gets bad, like apparently Simpsons has done. So, not that one. Simpsons has been on for like 30 years now. <laughs> no, like... I mean, you're not far off. Um, Literally, the, the, the writers are like, gotta be kidding me there's nothing else to write about well that's the thing keep telling the future <laughs> yeah keep telling the future true true uh i think that's the thing about shows like always sunny in philadelphia where it can continue forever because it's less character based and so much more based on current events where they play off of that so i mean if a show's doing that Cool. And Bojack Horseman has some of that to an extent, but a lot of it is very much more character based. But yeah, I totally understand not being ready for Bojack Horseman. I get to the end of season two and my stomach just drops every time. Like, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. But I'm just like, why are you doing this? Why are you ruining your life? <laughs> like, stop. Anyway. Um, so good. So so the question is, Shakira, have you turned anyone on to Bojack? Because yes. I, Jake turned him on to me. I've turned him on. So have you passed the torch or not yet? Have. Oh. That's all I can ask. Pass that Bojack torch. <laughs> all right. Well, Hi. anything else? Or... Boyfriend are obsessed with it, so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, to the guest spotlight this week, Shakira. Whoop, 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 whoop. We got a whoop whoop in here. All right. So we're basically, uh, recently this has just kind of turned more into, we go where the conversation takes us. Kind of just some loose guidelines to keep us on track. So let's start with what are some of your favorite films of all time? Um, Mamma Mia One and Mamma Mia Two. Mamma Mia One. Mamma Mia Five Thousand. At that point, they're just they're only singing Mamma Mia. They're like not doing any other songs. They're like, look, we've done them all. We we have to do Mamma Mia because it's the name of the movie. But we've done them all. We're just gonna do that one. New Hope. Oh. Ooh, Star Wars. A little, little bit of Star Wars in there. It's, it's, it's no Last Jedi, but I can agree. I can agree with that. 
No, <laughs> let's, not, let's not open that can. <laughs> okay, so New Hope. What, what else do we got? If, if you were to watch a movie right now, what one would you be like, this movie's never failed me. I'm going to pop it into that Blu-ray player. Uh, the Princess Diaries. Okay, one or two. One. Do you not like to? I I don't hate to. Okay. See what did what did she say? It lagged out for me. <laughs> Princess Diaries. Oh, okay. I agree. I like the Princess Diaries movies. movies. You know, when's the third one coming out? What is Genovia doing well? Well, Gary Marshall's so. dead, so probably never. <laughs> but... Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace, Gary. Um. No, I agree. I agree. I, you know, I might even give the edge to Princess Diaries too. Ooh, call me crazy. Call me crazy. But... Is that just because of the uh, mattress surfing scene? Oh yeah, that isn't it. No, I just I kind of like the whole like you know she's like spoilers for Princess Diaries too, where she <laughs> where she's You've like if <laughs> yeah if you haven't found the time for Princess Diaries too, you probably never will. But where she's like you know. The whole movie, she's like, I like Chris Pine, Chris Pine, but also, like, I shouldn't have to be married. That's a stupid rule. And I'm like, you're right. You know, the first one, it's just kind of like, she's a princess, and that's pretty cool. But the second one has, like, a good, like, yeah, that's right, kind of, like, a good message to it. Although the first one probably does, too. I just have seen the second one so much more often that that's what's stuck in my mind. <laughs> Um. Okay, Princess Diaries. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> I just saw this like two weeks ago. I I love this movie. I'm glad. I'm glad you like it too. I I walked in and Jake's just like, cr like cracking up. I'm like, dude, what, like you always like. I'm like, have you never seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Before? No. And you're like, no, not at all. Just enjoying every moment of it. I it's I was. underrated. I would agree with that. I never hear anyone talk about forgetting Sarah Marshall, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. So good. Okay, all right. So, what are what are your, some of your favorite genres? It kind of seems like you're leaning a bit more towards comedy. Got a little some. bit towards romance, the rom com, maybe. Yeah. But what, what genres are you like, all right, this genre, like I said, with the first one, this genre's not going to steer me wrong. This genre always does me good. Yeah, comedies. Mm -hmm. Sometimes dramas. Okay, okay. Kinda... I don't know why, I just can't get behind action movies. Okay. Okay. How do you stay? How do you stand on the uh, Avengers movies, the Marvel movies? Are you fans of those or no? Yeah. You so you're a fan of the mm. superhero action movies, but not yeah. like a straight up like die hard action movie. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm feeling. That's... I'm feeling the the vibe you're putting out. I agree. Honestly, some action movies, I'm just like, get me out of here. This is boring. But you got to get that. You got to get that comedy, that Marvel comedy in there. To really just punch it up. Or it could be Atomic Blonde or John Wick and just be a phenomenal yeah, action movie. Yeah, Atomic Blonde's really good too. <laughs> and John Wick. That's true. There's some comedy in John Wick though. I haven't seen it. 
That's right, you haven't seen it. Shut up. You don't even know it's John Wick. You own it yet? No, 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 no. Okay, then. Uh, okay, all right. So, film, TV. What, yeah, let's, let's move over to TV a little bit. You like BoJack Horseman? What, what are some of your other favorite shows? Shameless, obviously, we, we, we heard about. Like the superhero TV shows, like The Flash. Oh, okay, awesome. Because I don't watch those, David doesn't watch those, Aaron does watch those. I used to, I watched that like two or three seasons of Arrow. Me too. See, Arrow's not that good. No, yes, Arrow was the we're, best. We're getting hot takes. I love this. All right. No. Arrow's not that good. Arrow? Maybe the Arrow's veered yeah, off. Arrow and the crossover episodes. Mm-hmm. So has Arrow veered from the past? Is Dizzy not shooting straight anymore? Ha! Ha! Bad joke. Ha. Bad ha. joke. Great joke. Your joke's bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> the Flash, good. Supergirl, better. Better than the Flash than or better Flash? than Arrow? What? Better than Arrow. Okay. So, so, so does it go right rank them for me? How many are there? Okay. There's the Legends Flash. of Tomorrow. Is the other one. Legends of Tomorrow isn't like amazing. Okay. But I still rank it. So the Flash, Supergirl, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow... And then Black Lightning, because there's only one season, so... Oh, okay. Of what? Black Lightning. Well, what about that new uh, Teen Titans? Where are we going to rank that? Oh, that my God. Did <laughs> No, it's not out yet, no. Um. Okay, so do you watch the Marvel shows or no? No. Yeah. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I watched, like, the Everyone first four episodes Daredevil's of Daredevil. was really good. Everyone says Punisher's really good. Daredevil's, like, good. There was one really good scene in it, but then everything after it, I was like, oh, this isn't as good as that one thing. Why did you waste your best scene so early on? That's kind of how I felt about that show, at least. Okay. So, the crossovers in those shows. Are they as amazing as Aaron says? The only thing about it is that you have to watch all the episodes surrounding it, right. the crossover in every show. Because if you haven't, then you're just confused because they keep bringing up stuff and from every show. Yeah, right. like I remember, like I thought I was reading about. It, I was like, oh, you have to be like see like through season two of like the Flash, but season four of Arrow and like like the whole like it was really weird like that. Yeah. I just, yeah, it, I, I commend people wanting to watch them because that's like a commitment and it's like, there's a lot to do, but like, I'm just TV, TV is just not my thing, but I totally get it. I get it. Now, Shakira, have you seen Lost? Oh, oh, no. oh, you just opened up a little can of worms, Jake. <laughs> oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. I told I told Shakira, yo, you gotta watch Lost, and she was about it. How many do you get through one or two seasons? Two seasons. Two seasons, and then she like her professor ruined Lost for her. Yes, but her professor didn't actually ruin it. Oh, it's one of those where he thought he understood the ending. Yeah, but he doesn't, and but now she just refuses to watch it. No, Shakira, it's so good. It's is so Lost, good. Lost is it still on Netflix? It's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. But no. Lost is so good. 
loss is so good. And I guarantee, that's the thing, that's the thing I always say, because people like to think they're so cool by, like, ruining the ending of Lost and being like, uh-huh, it was this. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. all right, like, that's a very, like, I, th- I believe that you believe that's the ending of the show. But, like, you have to watch, like, all of it to really get it. I, I really, really recommend watching all of it. Because if you only got through season two, the best is yet to come. And if you enjoyed season one and season yeah. two. The best is yet to come. Season three is banging all the way through. Season four takes a dip. Best episode of television ever, though, is in that season. Season five and season six are just, like, just all the way through. Good ones. Every episode. So. How many seasons is it total? Six. Okay, that's not terrible. At least it's not like super. And season and season four is like not even ten episodes. It's, it's episodes? twelve. It's because of the writing, the writer's writer strike. I think it's actually nine, it's but the la- no, it's ten, but the last one's in three parts, so it's technically twelve. It's weird. I don't understand why they did that. Um, probably probably because they like were striking but like we need to fit this story and so they're like oh 10.12 because they care about their work yeah the loss is so good okay so shakira what is it that you really appreciate about film what does film mean to you (laughs) i know i'm I'm coming out with with, uh the heavy questions like a good escape from like your everyday life mm-hmm. as like that's like a basic answer but no that's i mean that's a totally you say it's basic but also i mean that's one of the main functions of film i like that's totally i understand i'm there too um i guess a reflection on like what's happening in in life that's a yeah that's a really good answer mm, <laughs> I, I agree i feel i feel that i feel that David, uh, how does, I don't know, I was going to, never mind, I was going to pick, like, a weird movie. All right, so Shakira, to wrap this up, what is the one movie that, if someone hasn't seen, you think they should watch right now to really, like, understand your tastes, to understand where you're coming from as far as your movie taste and what movies you really love? Ooh, what a question! And Nora's infinite playlist. Okay, no, that's not. A, I've not seen it, but I've heard that's quite good. Nick and Nora's infinite playlist. Either. Now, all right. Is that is that out there somewhere? Is that on Netflix or something? Yeah, it's, I think it's on Netflix now. Okay. Yeah. What's what's what what. Uh, what 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 do you love about it so much? Why is it why is it so up there for you? It's like a light, mm-hmm. light movie. Nothing too crazy. All right. Good music. All right. That's with uh, that's with Michael Sarah, right? Yeah. Michael Sarah and who who's the female lead in that? I don't remember. <laughs> Cat Dunnings. Oh, Cat Dunnings. That, that's right. That's right. From uh, Two Broke Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Two Broke Girls. All right. Well, Shakira, 
Thank you for being with us. I like to I like to thank everyone for being with us at the end of the segment, even though we're not done yet. But you know, it's I think it might partially be just because I'm afraid I'm going to forget to thank you at the end. I definitely did that last week with Marissa. Um, so it's your sister. Yeah, she's she's not gonna okay. care. I don't think she cared. She didn't complain about it too much. <laughs> so thank you, Shakira, for joining us in our our time of need. All right. <laughs> Um, let's, uh, let's move on to the bad movie of the week. <sighs> David, I need Aaron to come back. <laughs> I'm running, I'm, I'm running low <laughs> on movies that are so bad that I feel like I need to rant about them. Like, what am I going to do? Have I talked about Halloween Puppy? I think I've already talked about Halloween Puppy. What else am I even supposed to say about it if I were to talk about it? It's a movie about a puppy and a boy. And the hot puppy, they turn the stepdad into a puppy. Do you say a hot puppy? Halloween Puppy. No, I thought, yeah, you said Halloween and it's about this. But then it's a, and a hot puppy turned the boy and the stepdad. I'm like, the hot puppy? What is it, the puppy on fire? Is it... <laughs> I think I started saying Halloween, but then cut off and said puppy real quick. How puppy? The how, oh, how puppy. The... Okay. So it's like, what am I supposed to say? They use the Necronomicon. They oh, say the words. That. The, they say the words from the evil dead to make the Necronomicon turn the dad into a dog. It's not, it's not peak cinema. We all know this. Is it like Shaggy Dog with Tim Allen? Kind oh, of. That, it's like if <laughs> it's kind of like if Shaggy Dog had like zero production value. Oh. Yeah, it's Yikes. like this looks like this was made in someone's house for maybe twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what am I supposed to do? Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna talk about the movie Bait. I hope I haven't talked about this, Aaron. If I did, you're making the list. I'm sorry. Uh, so, Bates a movie from Australia. Oh no, here we go. And there's a tsunami that floods these people into a shopping mall. Not a shopping mall, a grocery store. Not only that, but there's also a great white shark in the grocery aisle with them. So they're all on top of the frozen food sections as this shark is swimming around in the aisles. What kind of store design would allow the place to be flooded? I don't know. That's a good question. So, oh, this is a just... So they decide, you know what, we're not, this is the thing, I'm not going to talk about this full movie, I don't remember this movie very much, it's from 2012, I saw it one time, years ago. but there's one scene, I feel like this is what my bad movies of the weeks are evolving to, we're like there's with Suicide Squad, where I'm just I like, just... we're a family, and I'm like, no, <laughs> you're not, this is the Suicide Squad scene. Of bait. Oh. No. <laughs> so they're like, oh god. They decide 
we're not going to be able to get out of this grocery store. There's a shark in the aisles. And I'm like, you're right. You're not going to be able to get out. Um, so then they decide, here's the thing. I have some rope. I don't know how they had the rope. And they use it as a pulley system. They tie a man to the pulley system. And they pull him up towards the vents. He's like, I'm going to go in the vents. And I'm going to crawl uh, out to safety and get us help. That's a good idea. Um, so he goes up to the safety vent. And he opens it up. And all these rats come pouring out. And he's like, ah, gross. Rats. And the rats all fall in the water. Um, and the guy's like, all right. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go up in the vent. And he grabs up. Uh, and then the shark comes jumping out of the water and bites the man in hell. Now, some would question how this shark had enough water to even jump that high out. I, I would question that. But more than anything, I think we just need to sit back and appreciate the fact that someone thought that was a good idea. Shark in a grocery a grocery store, of course. Classic scenario. We've all been there. <laughs> I mean, last week. <laughs> last week. You should have saw Meyer. It's all flooded. <laughs> but to then turn that into this convoluted plot to get this man into a vent, only for the shark to jump up and snap him in half and then have them tangle the rest of his mangled corpse over the water, dripping blood into it, like some weird dystopian pinata. I think what happened was they had ideas like, yo, I want this I want this to be like a scene. And like it's just like a like an idea. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, if we do this and this and we can get it there. <laughs> yeah, that could happen. They built Probably. the movie around the scene. Around the scene. <laughs> yeah. That would explain why I don't remember anything else from this movie. No! There's, like, a weird scene with a girl who looks like Ashley Tisdale. No, thank you. (laughs) We're watching this. But she's in, like, a car with her, like, dog. Like, it's a lot like Sharpay from High School Musical, where she has that little dog. Does she do that in High School Musical? I don't remember. I assumed. She... Uh, fabulous. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, but she has a little dog. I think the dog barks and alerts the shark that's there. This is all just vague memories. I don't remember anything else about this movie. All I remember was that beautiful meat pinata um, held from the rafters. Never forget. 2012, the year of the Avengers, The Dark Knight Rises, and uh, I don't know, another good movie. Also spawned bait. So. Shark movies are a curse. Let's move on. Shark Week. (laughs) Shark Week! (laughs) Let's move on to the fault in your stars. This is, of course, the segment where we take a bad review for a good movie or a good review for a bad movie. Take out all the spoiler bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the review is for. Then we throw it out there. Have the other two people try and guess what movie we're talking about. This week, again, David, 
pulling up the reins on on the fault in your stars. Really just Indeed. just being the bigger man here, you know. Really just finding these bad reviews for us. So who's ready? I mean, I'm ready. So this is a one-star movie. So Shakira, that means that this is actually a good movie that you have to guess, okay? Okay. So. <laughs> so one star. Actually can't believe this film get gets above 90% on this site. It's really not worth it. The monologues are painful. Couldn't finish the film. Hmm. Is that is that it? Yep, that's the first one. Oh, ready okay. For the next one. So there's monologues uh, okay. above ninety percent. Okay. The actor saves the film. He kept me watching when parts or aspects made me ill. First, the ills. Okay. <laughs> what are these reviews? First the ills? What does that mean? First the ills. There simply would be, never be such disrespect permitted at NASA, much less a PhD so ignorant as to be so shoddy mess around with electrical equipment, much less supercomputers. Two baby had a boo-boo and sniveled over it and had to pull a nipple out of his tummy. Very poor scene, as it could not ha- happen such. <laughs> what? I mean, what? Line, utter, impossible. Not even a child could pretend here. Such cheap aspects and poor development. Nigh, nigh, N-I-G-H. Nigh, nigh. Ruined the film. I mean, come on, a suit hole in Iron Man? Give me a break. As if a suit has that much pressure, then how they just blow up the ship. But they pretend it does and even are blown forward. Fake! <laughs> All this seriously hurt the film as... Oh my goodness. What? I don't know why, but I thought The Martian. I, that's what I was thinking at first. That's too. it! Don't it is The Martian! Shakira <laughs> <laughs> wins! Shakira wins! Alright, let me finish up this review, though. Okay. Finish it, finish it. They then not only do not fix the issue, they put it into Gerber baby food. Come on, give me a break. They wouldn't help kill such but save. No way. Even Russia would have proven much better. Or Zimbabwe, perhaps. The Mark <laughs> and the pilot alone earn a 2.5 stars by their interactions. Only that. Oh my god. This person just... Yikes. <laughs> I feel like I have to end every single one of these ones that David finds. Because he just finds the most hateful people on the site. So I have to, I have to just like end every one of these by saying, seems like you got a lot of hate in your heart, my dude. Uh, just get it, see a doctor about that. Get that fixed. Don't, don't be such a hateful person. <laughs> oh Honestly, I only read the first few lines. I'm like, okay, there's a lot to this. I'm like, I'm sure this will be good. And then I'm like, oh, God, I, I just read that for the first time. I was like, oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, uh, real quick, uh, don't be racist. Just to everyone in the world. <laughs> Maybe that's just no what we need to say. All right. This is Ben, episode 112 of Reboot Already Underway. Shakira, thank you again for joining us. Well, if people wanted to find you around the internet, where would they be able to find you on, on Twitter if you'd like to plug your stuff? Shakira Ope. Shakira Ope. And that's Shakira O-P-E? Yeah. All right. Very nice. I like not it. Not everyone's from the Midwest. They're not like, yeah, they normally don't. <laughs> oping around. So. They do. 
Ope. I like it. And if you want to find David around the internet, you can find him at dbex with two S's, 15 on Twitter. Uh, if you want to find Aaron around the internet, even though he's not here, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter or this clever blog name's already taken at tumblr.com. And if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at jclace on Twitter. Uh, what are other places? Uh, Letterboxd, <laughs> Tumblr, uh, YouTube. Still have that first purge video, so you can watch that. Hopefully, a new one coming soon. Uh, and if you want to find the podcast around the internet, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway on SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and email us at Gmail. Reboot Already Underway at Gmail.com. Sorry, it's been a week since I've done this. Now I'm completely off. At Reboot Already. Oh my God. Email us at underway at gmail.com. <laughs> there we go. Thank we you. got through it. Thank you. Uh, if you have a question, or if, if you, you, you just want to let us know how we're doing, you can leave us a review. Let us know how we do. Stole that from Aaron? It's all right. Uh, join us next week when it's me and David. <laughs> it's, the, it's the duo episode. Should be fun. Um, and yeah. Thank you all for listening. Join us next week when we talk about David's favorite topic uh, that we've ever talked about in the podcast, uh, the Bye Bye Man. Pretty sure we'll talk about it. So. All right. Goodbye.